On this 2008 Jack Straw Writers Program podcast, you'll hear from writer Rebecca Hoogs. She talked with program curator Judith Roche. For me, over the years, I've come to realize that language itself is my subject. I feel like my poems revolve around investigating words and language and expressions much more than they revolve around natural images of the world. And even though I try to bring those things in, I have come to figure out that what I'm really excited about is melopoeia and logopoeia, both the sound of language and also what the words themselves mean in their many layers. I'm interested in kind of digging into language, looking into it, opening it up, and then really putting it back together or reanimating it. You know, the word cliche literally means stamped in metal, that its original concrete meaning of being very physical. It has become an abstraction. And so what I'd like to do is to bring the original physical meanings of words back to life and reanimating it. Now you'll hear selections from Rebecca's live reading at Jack Straw Productions. I'll start with a self-portrait. It's called Self-Portrait as Porcupine. Out walking, the dog darts off into the woods, comes back barbed as St. Sebastian came back, riddled by arrows. The answer this time is unspinning, arrows requivering, the saint unsainting, the dog unhurt in reverse. Even language dumbs down, and you go back the way you came, no less and less with every step, as snow snaps back to the sky, as the stream attracts its debacle. You really let yourself go, settle into a waddle, in all your quills, all your big words withdraw, become so small, so close to your chest, that soon their points you never made. The next two poems I'm going to read are both drawn in some way from the funny pages of the newspaper. Heart, my box of snow, made it to Florida, and then I went for a walk. The frog pond is half iced over. I chucked a stick at it, still thin. On the white side, the wind twirled a leaf around like a prepubescent figure skater who's given up her childhood to get here. Of course, the leaf was wearing its practice costume of browns, the whole world oft of spangles as I am oft of you. Why male snow? Just to show I could keep it cold in so much heat. The next one um, is called Hocus Focus, and you might remember in the newspaper and the comics pages, the two panels that ask you to find the differences between, between the two images. Hocus focus. Arm is moved. Hat is different. Leaf is missing. Foot is moved. Skirt is shorter. Sleeve is shorter. Summer is shorter. Temper is shorter. Something is different. Heart on sleeve is missing. Heart fell off shorter sleeve. Chest is different. Chest is emptier. Smile is smaller. Hand is missing. John is Patrick. Hot is colder. Time is longer. Life is shorter. Young is older. You are missing. You are moved. 
I am not. Everything is different. I thought I would stay in the world of games. This next poem was inspired by my reading dictionaries of origins and language and reading a section on the language of the circus. And so this next poem is a a meditation upon the high striker. High striker. A bird pounces on what looks like a bit of leaf, a leaflet, but then leaps alive, suddenly moth in the bird's beak, and the two skyrocket up like the weight which lightens away from the strike of the strongman's mallet and slows near the top to peck the bell. The weight makes its way down, just dead weight now, a bad feeling in the pit of a stomach, while the bird hovers above, looking like the sound of the strike, brass flap. And, staying in the world of balls being hit, <laughs> the next poem is called Croquet, and is after, after a series of poems by Vasco Popa. Croquet. Someone is the mallet, another the ball. The rest are wickets. Someone is screwed up in the head, another is a punch without an arm to throw it. Then someone gets ticked, and another gets offed. Someone gets clocked into the rose bushes. And though one eventually gets through it, one keeps going through it, one after another, both after greener grass, though the one is a black sheep and the other a blacker shepherd. Language is one of the things I'm really interested in, and uh, the evolution of language, the etymologies of language, the evolution and the disintegration sometimes of language. This next poem is called Descent. A wolf pack of birds does a yui in the sky. So too do words. Buxom meant pliant, astonished, once struck by thunder. Each day I see farther into the forest the effects of the storm. Some trees are astonished. Others are bent, buxom-leaved, nearly mean their reverse, the way a young woman becomes my grandmother, now archaic only. Continuing on the, uh, the language theme, this next poem is called Luf, which means the egg in French. Luf. The zero has an eggy form, and so in France they call it Luf, which is love to our oafish ears. We miss here love all over. Multiply it like loaf to loaves, like fish to fishes. Me, I've seen lots of luff, then none. Some miracle that was. I was left with a small omelet, with luff on my face, a little yolk on my sleeve, my shell. I'm broke, a humpty lover. Love is a brunch, a racket. I know it means nothing, barely worth the oofing before the offing, but still I load up my basket and watch them hatch, chicklets of zip. Good luff were fluff birds, gag, oof, were tweetless cheeps. <laughs> Suck. Sucker, suck up, suck face, sucker punch, this sucks, we say meaning it's bad, you're bad, 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 bad. Not meaning the cups and hooks of the paper nautilus or the pull of water in the wake of a ship or a sup 
excellent tipple indeed, or the breast pocket where criminals tuck their guilty hearts, or a lollipop, succabob, all day sweet, or a plowshare plying itself to the ground, or the perfect discs of snail fishes, or the succumb of air after the blast in the mine, or a partial vacuum, or an extraction of any kind, such as honey from flowers, or blood from body, or you from me. Or the small stalk of the Roman lettuce, or a runner taking off from the strawberry, or the very young rabbit, or making out like mad in an alley, or the rising valve of a pump, or a punch without warning a pain I wasn't expecting, or any derivation such as comfort or meaning, or to draw in, draw into, unto, until, or to inhale, to exhaust, or me, a creature of in and out, of dependence, of attachment, so what other option but to be a sucker? So it sucks to be me. I suck. <laughs> Thank you. This podcast was produced by Jack Straw Productions as part of the Jack Straw Writers Program. The 2008 curator of this program is Judith Roche. Music performed by the Bella Musica Woodwind Trio and recorded as part of the Jack Straw Artist Support Program. Producer is Jenny Cecil Moore. Recording engineers are Mo Preventure and Tom Stiles. Narrator is Amy Broomhall. And executive director of Jack Straw Productions is Joan Rabinowitz. The Jack Straw Writers Program is made possible with support from the Paul G. Allen Family Foundation, Arts Fund, Poncho, the Mayor's Office of Arts and Cultural Affairs, Four Culture King County Lodging Tax Fund, the Washington State Arts Commission, the National Endowment for the Arts, and individual contributors. All of the writers heard in this series are published in the Jack Straw Writers Anthology, available for purchase and featured online at jackstraw.org. Thank you for listening.